WTPS Petersburg. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Week 10 of the NFL season kicks off tonight. Thursday night football in Oakland. The 4-4 Raiders hosting the 4-5 LA Chargers. Oakland is 3-1 at the Coliseum so far this year. It's an 8-20 p.m. Eastern time kickoff on Fox and the NFL Network. Right now, the Chargers are a one-and-a-half point favorite. John Gruden, head coach of the Raiders, has respect for the Chargers' pass rush duo of Ingram and Bosa. They're two of the best. Uh, they're dynamic players. The effort level that they have is special. They have a range of, of skills. Ingram is all over the place. And Bosa, you know, he's a problem. He's just a, just a really good pass rusher. He's got tremendous hand usage, a get-off. Uh, he's got an arsenal of moves, and uh, it's hard to find him. Good news, though, for the Chargers. They have a bye week next week, but the week after against the Broncos, they could get all-pro safety Derwin James back. He's been running pain-free. He did have a screw inserted in his foot this summer. Des Bryant may be attempting a comeback. We forget he's only 31 years old. Last played December 2017 for the Cowboys before being released. Signed with the Saints, but then ruptured his Achilles and was shut down all of last year. Well, he apparently may not fully be done with the league. Meanwhile, Antonio Brown is expected to meet with the NFL sometime next week. He has yet to talk to them and give his side of things in terms of the accusations of sexual assault involving multiple women. Darius Geis is off the IR for the Washington Redskins, but according to sources, Adrian Peterson will continue to be the starter as of now. Ben Simmons has an X-ray on his right shoulder. It's negative. He's going to be further evaluated today. The Sixers star could be back sometime in the next couple of weeks after getting hurt yesterday against the Utah Jazz. Good matchup tonight. Two five and two teams. Miami is at Phoenix. I'm Dan Schwartzman. This is NBC Sports Radio. Welcome to the following presentation from Richmond Sports Properties. And thanks for listening to Spider Athletics on 99.5 FM and 9.50 AM ESPN. Your exclusive radio home for Richmond Spiders football. It's lunchtime at Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue, 8205 West Broad Street. And it's time for Spider Talk with Richmond football coach Russ Huseman. Today's show is brought to you by the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Lux Chevrolet, Food Lion, and Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. Spider Talk is on the air. Join in online by text at 804-638-9508. By email, spidertalk at richmond.edu or on Twitter using at Spider Voice, at ESPN Richmond or at Spider Football. Dykes empties the backfield in motion. Mancuso's going to pull it down and run it up the middle to the five. He's to the goal line. He dives in. Touchdown on the run by Joe Mancuso. Another rushing touchdown. That's his fifth in the last three games, now four games. And the Spiders go up 6-3 to three with 10-10 left in the first half. Well, Robert, you mentioned, you know, the Spiders really spread the field with all their wideouts there. And they get everybody out on the perimeter and they get these, these quick, fast defenders running all over the place to the outside. And that really opens up things for Joe Mancuso. And, you know, he's more than happy to take it right at you at his size. And there aren't any real big guys there in the middle for Stony Brook, so... He got the pay dirt. Now let's go live to Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. Here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black, with Coach Huseman. This is Spider Talk on ESPN Richmond and the Spider Sports Network. That was one of the four touchdowns that Joe Mancuso accounted for in last Saturday's Spider victory on homecoming over Stony Brook, running for two and passing for two, and it earned Joe Mancuso CAA Offensive Player of the Week honors, and why not? 23 of 30, 318 yards through the air with the two touchdown passes, and then on the ground, 16 carries for 88 yards and two more touchdowns with that we welcome you to spider talk with head coach russ huseman i'm bob black our special player guest coming up in just a little bit darius reynolds and trent williams will be joining us today and then towards the end of our show we have a very very special guest who will join us a richmond football hall of famer who is in town will join coach huseman and i up at the head table how's that for your radio tease stay tuned to find out who that hall of famer is russ congratulations on the win over stony brook a convincing 30-10 to 10 victory on homecoming Saturday afternoon at Robin Stadium. Uh, how complete an effort do you think that was by your offense and your defense 
in the same game together. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a great win. Um, but I want to start uh, Bill Street. Um, I know he broke his femur. He did. I don't, I'm not sure if he's listening or not, uh, but uh, shout out to Bill, and, and hopefully he gets be- better soon, and uh, we miss him. And we do miss him. So I didn't want to forget that. I, we, you know, we, we, uh, we're all thinking about Bill. We are indeed. One but, of the most loyal Spider fans out there. You know the best thing you can do for his recovery, of course. Is to win, win Saturday. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> that would be the. I'm greeting. sure he'll be listening. That to would be it the greeting card. It. Yep, that he would he would love to receive from you. Yeah, I think both both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively, probably our best. Not probably. It was our best effort uh, all year. We played well on both sides. Not great on special teams. Uh, did just enough, but uh, I, I'd say we played really really well against a good team. I mean, Stony Brook is 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 really good, and uh, it was awful nice to get that one on homecoming. What's happening on the offensive side, Russ? I think the last three weeks, over 400 yards of total offense in each of those games, back-to-back 30-point performances. Now what's kind of coming together on the offensive side? Well, I, I, I think it starts with Joe, obviously. I think everybody sees um, how well he's playing, uh, taking care of the football, uh, getting into the right people, making the right reads. And, uh, you know, we, we, we said it. You know, and, and coming into the year, we, we, we need to have good quarterback play. Uh, you know, fortunately, we got some weapons around him, uh, you know, with some of our wideouts and, and Aaron Dykes at running back. And uh, we've stayed healthy up front most of the, most of the year. So uh, we've got continuity there. So been pleased with where we are offensively. I think we're getting better as, as, the, as the year goes on. Uh, by the way, I misspoke. Tim Coleman is joining yeah, us today. Yes, that's what I thought. Yes, I misspoke on that one. I, hit I didn't want to correct you, No, you, you should Bob. always I'm, I'm correct a, me. And I'm right. sure as they're driving over here, they're listening. Yeah. Tim is going to flatten me like a pancake when he gets here, yeah. like one of those blocks that he gives because I, I did. I hit the wrong button on my laptop here, and Darius Reynolds came up because he was at the press conference yep. yesterday. And so Tim Coleman and Trent Williams are here and will be our special guests in a little bit. What a, please feel free to correct me, although that would take the whole show. We wouldn't be able to talk about anything else. I would have corrected you, but I, I thought maybe I was misinformed, so I didn't want to uh, – you know, I don't want to step in it there. So, uh, But Matt told me who was coming today and, and – and, I'd have blamed it on Matt if, if I was wrong anyway. <laughs> Thank you. So. No, you can throw me under the rust yeah. bus for that one yeah. uh, if, you, if you'd like. Hey, you mentioned the weapons on offense. How good do you feel about the two guys you got at wide receiver, bringing them in as you did, knowing they were going to be here for a year as graduate transfers? And, and Charlie Fessler and Keiston Fuller, I mean, Saturday, what, 17 catches and over 200 yards between the two of them, and, and Keiston had two more touchdown catches. Yeah, they've been tremendous all year for us. I mean, they've – They've made plays, great leadership. They fit into the program really well. Uh, great people. Uh, you, you know, they 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 take coaching. Uh, they want to win. They want to they want to do well. Um, and and it, you know, it gave us a chance to you know to to bring some of the younger guys along the the you know Isaac and Justin and some of the other guys uh, where they didn't have to be you know, the main target. So, you know, I think it's going to help us moving forward having those two guys, no question about it, and and, and how the other younger guys develop. And then on the defensive side, uh, Brandon Feimster statistically had his best game Saturday because he had the interception and he had the fumble recovery. And there's another grad transfer that you brought in that's making an impact on the defensive side. He's been playing really well. And, uh, you know, I think the last three or four games – uh, he's been really good, and and we're pleased with with what we can do with him into the boundary there. Uh, he's a physical presence. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, we hit a home run on those three guys, no question. Absolutely. On the defensive side, it seemed that all three levels played really well on Saturday. Defensive line, which has been a constant week in and week out, and then the linebackers, Tyler Dressler's back, Tristan Wheeler having another great game, and then, as we mentioned, Feimster, and then the hard hits you got from guys yeah. like Daniel Jones and, and Trent Williams. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think um, up front all year mm-hmm. we've been really good. And, you know, we've, we've had uh, negative yardage plays, whether it's a sack or a tack, tackle for a loss, all the way across the board. Our linebackers, I think, are playing really well. And, uh, and I think this week our secondary, just like you said, kind of showed up as far as 
the physicality that we need, the the getting the ball out, and and uh, you know now we got it. Now we got to start making plays on intercept. I know Trent dropped another one here, and uh, we got it. We got to start getting those, you know, because those, those things come back and get you. I mean, it didn't here the last couple games, but you know, eventually, you know, it's going to come back and, and and get you when you need one of those. And uh, I know Trent's frustrated, but. Um, uh, you know, those guys, I thought the physicality in the secondary was what we're looking for. Yeah, we had talked last week about going into Stony Brook that they were a violently physical team and that the Spiders not only had to match their physicality but exceed their physicality. And I think by the end of that game Saturday, your guys were doing that, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we knew it would be a physical game. They're, they're really they, – they play that way. That's their mentality. And, and uh, you know, but, we, you know, we, we – talk briefly about it but you know it's just it was just go play our game and 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 worry about the university of richmond and 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 execute like we're supposed to execute and and our guys did and and i think they played really really hard and and for the most part played really smart so for good karma on the trent williams subject remember we had brandon feemster here the week after he had one or two slipped through his hands and we actually asked him about it and talked with him about it and he answered it straight up and Lo and behold, he goes and gets an interception. So we're going to do the same thing when Trent gets here. We All will right. certainly talk with him about it and hope that the good karma gets him an interception on Saturday afternoon at Villanova. Yeah, I mean, he's getting <laughs> – you know, he had the one in, in the Yale game, and then we got the pass interference with it. Oh, right, uh, yeah. But um, Trent's, playing, Trent's playing really well. Uh, you know, and I know we'll talk, we'll talk to him when he gets here, but uh, he, he's made a commitment that he, he – you know, he wanted to be good and – started to really practice with a sense of urgency. And uh, so, I, you know, I, I feel good about Trent moving forward here for sure. You know, it's kind of ironic because you know as well as I do, his mom shows up every mm-hmm. week at our coaches show, and she stopped me after the Delaware game when everybody was all excited. And she said, Bob, I'm not going to be there the next two weeks. I've got a couple of scheduling conflicts, and I'm not going to be there. And I thought then, she said the next three weeks. Well, maybe yeah, it was three. I, I thought too, it was yeah. at least two, uh, if not three. And then, lo and behold, Matt McAllister schedules Trent Williams yeah. on a day when his mom can't be here. What's up with that? Well, Trent's been here when his parents were here before. Early so, in the year, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, uh, you know – She'll be she'll, back. She'll be listening. She'll be I'm listening, sure. and she'll yeah. be back. I'm sure. Uh, you alluded to to special teams. So let me jump right here because I actually had a question already from the audience about what's going on with special teams. And the question was: There have now been a couple of field goals that have been blocked. Are you? Was there some common denominator between the two blocked field goals and just the thought process on special teams right now? And Jake's kind of faded off a, a little bit and getting him back in a groove. Yeah, I mean the. The one this past Saturday shouldn't have been blocked. You know, we got to get a, we got to get a P. It was the outside rusher that got it, and and normally they're never close. And, and as long as you get a piece of the outside, you know, just get a hand extended and make them run the hump there. Uh, we didn't do that, but um, and they got it off the edge. The one before that, they just kind of mauled us inside, and you know, they put big bodies. We're not real big, and you know, we've got all our big guys. You know, like Tim Coleman is not on that you know he's got the shoulder issue so we don't put him on there set upon he has issues so we don't put him on there and and so you you know you gotta it's probably not as big and physical uh that we need strength wise and, and it's all based on on you know now joe moore won't be on you know he's got a little bit of a shoulder issue and so we all our big big body guys the physicality you know, and Clayton McConnell, we never want him on there. He's our center. We can't. So, you know, you, you, we're substituting people in and out for that unit. Uh, they're fighting, man. Uh, I'll tell you what, we got a couple young pups, freshmen, Ryan Cole and, and Cade. You know, they, they take a beating in there, and they're fighting. But, uh, uh, you know, three years from now, you know, nobody will want to come up the middle with those dudes in there. But, uh, you know, so it, it is it is tough. It's tough finding bodies. How about Jake himself? Uh, obviously, I know you had some concern about, you know, we might wear him out, that kind of thing. He's a freshman. He's doing a lot of kicking. Where do you think he is right now and kind of recharge his battery a little bit? He's fine. You know, he, he missed the one, a couple blocked. You know, he's, he's 13 to 17 for a freshman, which is pretty good, I think. <laughs> Real good. You know, I, don't, I hope people don't lose sight of that. His kickoffs were really good this week, helped us. And, uh, you know, he didn't punt the ball real well. Um, but, 
you know, you can see a little less life in his leg right now, you know, just not the pop. Um, and that's, you know, we knew that was going to happen. It happens every year. And, you know, he's a freshman and, you know, the wear and tear of everything, and he's not used to kicking this much. And, uh, but he's doing a nice job. He, he kicked well this week. Uh, he'll keep putting them through the uprights for us and keep kicking off. And, and hopefully between him and Micah, we can get some good punts off this week. Hey, want to give us a uh, quick scouting report on Villanova? Ivan, of course, texted in, and Ivan's been a little under the weather as uh, well, I, so that's why he didn't make it this week. Uh, Mike O'Toole mentioned that to me earlier. We're still hoping to get him here to be here live and in person with us, but he gave his usual text and salute to you guys on the victory and actually asked the scouting report question on Russ, a Villanova team that's got to feel a little snake bit after the last three weeks. At JMU, where I think they led going into the fourth quarter, Stony Brook, which had the improbable come-from-behind win at the end, and then a one-possession game at New Hampshire last week. They're on a three-game losing streak, but, boy, not by very much. No, and they, they, I mean, three good, three good teams. I mean, all three of those teams are really quality teams. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the James Madison game, I mean, that, that was they played well. Uh, you know, James Madison made a couple big plays. They popped a big run at the end there mm-hmm. uh, to make the score a little bit worse than it was. Yeah, Stony Brook, you know, they should have won that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, this past week against New Hampshire, they got off really quick. They actually were going to fix it to go up, you know, 28-7 to at half, threw one into the end zone. It was 20-7, to threw one in the end zone. And guy open and just kind of short hopped him a little bit, and they had to kick a field goal and they missed it, and uh, and then New Hampshire got the momentum kind of in the second half. So you know all of a sudden you hit that throw and it's you know twenty seven seven at the half. That's that's hard to overcome. That said, the quarterback has made a real difference for them, hasn't it? The transfer from Campbell. Yeah, he's really good. Mm-hmm. He, he's really good and and uh, yeah, I guess I read in the paper where he said Richmond and William and Mary. Kind of recruiting, but didn't uh, offer him. Uh, and, you know, I, I think he was coming out when we first got here. I can't remember. Um, tremendous player. Yeah. He's really good. He's been really good. Yeah, he's been really good. And, and uh, he can throw it. He can run. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's a really good player. And he's kind of helped them to where they are right now. Hey, we got a couple of really good players with us today. Hey, look who showed up here along with Trent Williams. Huh. It's Tim Coleman. Surprise, Bob Black. It's Tim Coleman. How about that? So he's going to join us. The two of them will be right up in just a moment. We'll take a break. Our player segments are coming up next. Spider Talk live from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue, our West Broad Street location. Appreciate everybody who's here today. Come on out and join us for lunch on Thursdays during the college basketball season or college football season and live on ESPN Richmond. Back in a moment. Lux Chevrolet has been the Chevy truck expert since 1916, and they've got something for everyone. There's economical SUVs like Trax and Equinox, people haulers like Traverse, Tahoe, and Suburban, and pickups like the midsize Colorado to the one-ton Silverado. Let Luck find the right fit for your job or lifestyle. Call them at 804-798-9261. Shop online at LuxChevrolet.com or stop by their convenient lot on U.S. Route 1 in Ashland and buy your next truck from Luck. Lux Chevrolet since 1916. Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue is the official barbecue of the University of Richmond Spiders. Come enjoy our real 100% wood-cooked barbecue while you cheer on the home team. Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue uses recipes handed down for over 150 years and is now available inside Robin Stadium. Can't make it to the game? Visit us on North Boulevard in The Fan or on Thursdays at noon at West Broad in Old Parham in the West End for the Spider Talk radio show with Coach Russ Huseman. For more information, visit us at buzzandneds.com. Buzz and Ned's and the Richmond Spiders, a winning combination. This NASCAR update is brought to you by Virginia Urology online at URO.com. Kevin Harvick has punched his ticket into the Monster Energy Cups championship race coming up in less than two weeks. He was victorious Sunday at the Texas Motor Speedway. It was a 1-2-3 finish by Stuart Haas Racing after Eric Amarola came in second, followed by Daniel Suarez. Danny Hamlin's currently on the outside looking in. He's fifth in points, 20 behind Joey Logano as the series heads to the ISM Raceway this Sunday. This NASCAR update is brought to you by Virginia Urology online at URO.com. 
Guys, don't trust your well-being and sexual performance to just anyone. We recommend you visit the experts at Virginia Urology Men's Wellness Center. Virginia Urology's board-certified urologists specialize in men's sexual health, including erectile dysfunction and low testosterone. They'll determine if low testosterone really is your issue and offer you plenty of treatment options. And don't worry, many are covered by insurance. Go ahead, give Virginia Urology Men's Wellness Center a call at 330-9105 or visit URO.com. That's URO.com to make an appointment today. This is Dan Levitard. Catch me and Stugatz every weekday from 10 to 1, now on your FM dial at 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. The timeout's over. Now more Spider Talk with Richmond football coach Russ Huseman. Live from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue on 99.5 and 102.7 FM and 9.50 AM ESPN. He'll take the snap. He's back to throw. Looks over the middle, and that one is knocked loose. What a hit at the 48-yard line by Trent Williams. Andrew Trent had his hands on it and caught it around the 48, and Trent Williams lowered the boom. The pass is incomplete. We were referencing that play during our previous segment with Coach Usman, and now the guy who leveled that hit, Trent Williams, joins us as one of our player guests on Spider Talk this Thursday afternoon, along with Spider offensive lineman Tim Coleman. We'll talk about the exploits of the offense coming up as well. Uh, Trent, welcome back. I know we've had you on already this season once before, and let's start right there. What's that feeling like for a defensive back who's able to get a clean hit like that one that you got Saturday? Uh, you know, for a safety, anytime you can get a, a clean shot on a receiver as they're catching the ball, that's always that always feels good. You know, me me and Daniel Jones, we were both, you know, laying the boom out there as people were telling, uh, telling us uh, at the end of the game. Does that become a little bit contagious between the two of you when one of you does it, the other wants to, and vice versa? Yeah, it was kind of funny because I, I, I had my hit first, and Daniel told me he kind of got jealous, and so then he started, he started hitting people too. <laughs> There was some talk last week, at least amongst us, maybe not as much in the locker room, about matching Stony Brook's physicality. You've been playing them for several years now. You know the style of ball they play. How much was that in the, in the entire defense's mind that, that we have to be physical today to have success against Stony Brook, and it certainly worked that way? Yeah, that was kind of our mindset going into it uh, the whole week. You know, being that I, I played against them, you know, four years, uh, they are a very physical team. That's kind of their, their MO, so... Mm-hmm. That was kind of our game plan going, in, going into the game, just to be more physical than him. Beyond that, why was the defense so successful Saturday? As Coach Usman mentioned, probably the most complete defensive performance of the year. I know talking to a couple of the other defensive guys, you have a whole list of goals, and I think you met or exceeded almost all of the goals on the list this week, right? Yeah, I think it was just our preparation all week. You know, we, we were really locking into our assignments. Talk a little bit about uh, the ball that got away from you. Let's do that because it's going to bring you good karma just like it did Brandon Feimster earlier this year. For as good as the hit felt, how about the ball that floated right into your hands? Yeah, yeah, that, that, one, that one hurt. Um, <laughs> I kind of got too excited and took my eyes off the ball. I was ready to run. But, you know, it's kind of going to bring some fire into me for next week. Russ, that seems like a, a logical explanation that you get from a defensive back oh, yeah. as I was ready to take off before, I guess, a wide receiver also. But DBs don't get quite as many chances, do they? I, I play DB, and I know exactly who he's talking about. I mean, that ball, you, you see it, and you're looking at it, and you're taking – you're 20 yards downfield before you even catch the football, and, and it's out. And, uh, you know, but uh, – Trent will get his share here the remainder of the year, and uh, hopefully we're playing a lot of games and, and uh, you know, he can get a bunch of interceptions before it's all said and done. Trent, how good do you feel defensively last week, and we talked about this as well, that really all three levels of the defense certainly did their part, if not more. The D-line, which has been doing it all year, and then the linebacking guys, and then you guys in the secondary all kind of meshed on the same day. Oh uh, Yeah, it, feel, it feels great just knowing that, you know, our D-line is going to stop the run, our D-line is going to – you know, rush the passer and kind of make it easy on everybody else to do their jobs. All right, a little more with Trent coming up. Let's turn our attention to Tim Coleman and the Spider offense that, as we said, the last three weeks, uh, uh, Tim particularly, I think over 400 yards of total offense the last three weeks, 30 and more points the last couple of games. What's what's happening on the offensive side there? What's clicking for you guys? Um, one thing that we've been doing really well is just focusing, focusing on assignments, doing our job, because throughout the whole week all we Coach Ross always tells us we have to focus. Always have the best practice that you ever had. Always improve. Like tomorrow, like before we even left practice today, he said, come on, let's have a great practice Friday. Those fast Fridays always help. Um, we're coming back healthier. I know Sayum, O was banged up. Taz was a little banged up. 
um, Joe Moore. But now we're getting back healthy, and now everything's just clicking. You as well. Yes. So how are you guys fighting through that? I know Coach Usman always likes to say the offensive line is his favorite group. It's his favorite room, and one of the reasons is the toughness that you guys have. Uh, how are you guys able to, to kind of persevere the way you are? Um, kind of like you said, just being a toughs SOBs, honestly. Um, <laughs> you sound like such a nice, mild-mannered young man, though. What's, what's up with that? On the field, it's different, right? On the, yeah, on the field, it's different, but you know, just the way my mom raised me. <laughs> but no, uh, just be some tough SOBs and understand that you're going to get hurt in football. Everybody's hurt in football. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between being hurt and being injured. And if you're just hurt, you're going to play through it. What are you seeing from your quarterback right now? At the beginning of the year, it's Joe, it's Bo. They're competing. Uh, they seem to be very close between the two of them. Uh, Bo plays a couple games, and now Joe's back, and, and he's playing really well. What are you seeing from Joe, particularly in the fast, past few weeks or so? He's just been playing really well. Um, I know he's my, he's my roommate in the hotel room. I know he just goes over film. Like, he asked me, okay, what are you, what's the offensive line thinking here if this happens? And when the offensive line, the quarterback's on the same page, and everything is just so, is so much easier. And I know the early competition in the season with Bo and Joe, I think that competition just brought the best out of Joe. And now we're seeing it to fruition where now Joe's, it seems like everything's just clicking. Russ, that's got to be music to a coach's ear. Competition is the best thing you can have on the practice field, isn't it? Uh, yeah, no question. And uh, it makes everybody better. And uh, it makes you work harder in practice. It makes you prepare. And, uh, you know, I do think the competition between Joe and Bo was, was a good thing for both of them. I think it, it, it raised both their games. Tim, he is such a strong runner. As an offensive lineman, talk a little bit about what you try to do to give him that opportunity to run. But, you know, he's a big guy. He's going to break some tackles. But just kind of what the goal of the offensive line is to put him in a position to run the football. Well, one thing Bill Belichick says is do your job. And that's what we're just tell us, do our job, do our job. When it's just if we know we have to have a high angle step, then we got to do take a high angle step we can't go flat on zones we just have to do our job and just trust our technique is that we we run plays about a hundred times and if you run in plays a hundred times in practice to the point where you get every single look in practice and now in the game just just do your job in the game and with joe's <laughs> joe's running people three, four people over. Mm-hmm. Let's just get him to the second level and do his thing. Mm-hmm. All right. How about protecting him when he does go back uh, to pass the football? Because that's been solid as well. And, you know, you could be the greatest quarterback in the world. I'll use your Bill Belichick uh, analogy. I mean, you could be Tom Brady, but if you're flat on your back, you're not going to be Tom Brady. Well, it goes back to, like I say, trusting your technique. And when you – trusting your technique, doing your job, and giving Joe time because we have – two of the best wide receivers in the CAA, mm-hmm. two of the best wide receivers in college football, in my personal opinion. And if we give them time, it just clicks. Like, it's, like you was talking about earlier, they had 17 catches for two touchdowns. I didn't even notice that. But that's what happens when you trust your technique. You watch film over and over, so now you're picking up on blitzes, you're picking up on cues, what the D-line does, and it makes your job easier. What's that feeling like with those two wide receivers when you do your job and you pass protect and you've made the block and Joe releases the ball and whether you're laying on the ground having pancaked the guy or you're standing up and turning around to see that ball float to Charlie Fessler or Keiston Fuller? So it's, it's an amazing feeling because, you know, we, we, as an offensive line, we love to run the ball. It, it's nothing better than just having a 12-play drive, but sometimes it's nice just to see a good 40-yard bomb for a touchdown. So, Yeah, I, I, would, I would certainly think so. But that's what you guys really like, though, is that, that run game where you can kind of power your way down the field, huh? Yes, sir, we do. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll look ahead to Villanova, kind of get a scouting report from these guys, talk a little bit more Spider football with them. We're right at the bottom of the hour. Spider Talk with head coach Russ Huseman, our special player guest Trent Williams, and Tim Coleman. You're in tune with ESPN Richmond and the Spider Sports Network. 
At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experiences, the determination to do more, and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adult students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu. Make a big play with huge savings from Food Lion this tailgate season. Score fan favorites for your pregame party like chips and dip, fresh-cut fruits and veggies, ice-cold drinks, and savory snacks. Plus, you'll find all your grilling essentials so you can cheer on your favorite team, all at affordable prices. Our low prices make it easy to put together a game-winning spread for tailgating with friends and family. Food Lion has everything you need to kick off your pre-game party. This is our home. That's our Food Lion. No matter what the size of your lawn is or how you like to maintain it, Arthur's Electric Service at 8910 Brook Road in Glen Allen has the Toro Mower to match it. Arthur's knows how to treat you right with a full selection of Toro Mowers, knowledgeable personnel, competitive prices, excellent service, and financing available to qualified buyers. Arthur's and Toro, a tradition that has gone on for generations. Drop by Arthur's and see Toro's new mowers firsthand. Call them at 264-2513. That's 264-2513. Or go to arthurselectric.com. Saturday, it's a battle for the Heartland Trophy when Iowa heads to Wisconsin. Hey, how are you folks? This is Jason Horwitz of Westwood One. Join Ben Lieber and me live from Madison for all the action. Can Jonathan Taylor continue a Heisman hopeful campaign? Or will the Hawkeyes snap a three-game skid to the Badgers and get the road win? Tune in to find out. Iowa, Wisconsin. If it's NCAA football, it's right here. Richmond's 1027 ESPN. This is Mike Golick. Hey, it's Trey Wingo. Join me and Mike every weekday morning starting at 6 for Golick and Wingo on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Let's get back to Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue for more Spider Talk. Once again, here's Bob Black with Coach Russ Huseman, live on ESPN Richmond and the Spider Sports Network. Here's a pump fake, looking deep, going for Fuller, right side. He's all alone in the end zone. He's got it. Touchdown. He got behind the defensive back with a pump fake. And Mancuso bombs away for a 40-yard strike. And the Spiders now go out in front 12-3 as another big play from Keiston Fuller. He did it last week, and those short passes finally got somebody to bite. He was all alone in the end zone. Yeah, it's as if we had a production meeting before this show started, and after Tim Coleman talked about one big play, you kind of like seeing that. You get an opportunity to hear one of those. That's just what you were talking about, wasn't it, Tim? <laughs> the uh, 40-yard touchdown pass to Keystone Fuller. You were also having a fascinating conversation with Dr. Hutcher here in the, in the front row during the commercial, and I say this all the time on talk shows. The best talk happens during the commercials, and the audience misses it. So I want you to kind of recreate it because he asked a really good question about who you are actually going up against in practice to get better as an offensive line. Is it actually our number one defensive line, which is tremendous? Is it a scout team defensive line? What's happening to get you offensive linemen better? As we were talking about, it's it's a mixture of both because I know we have periods in practice where we do run pods and one-on-one pass rush where I'm going versus Maurice or I'm blocking down Kobe Ridden or I'm blocking down Kobe Turner. But also that there's a mixture where we have team periods where we go versus our, I guess, not even necessarily twos because they rotate so much, but like going versus Caleb Brooks, Aiden Murray, Ray Eldridge, where they're giving me good looks. So now the game is just that much easier because when you're going versus the best DN in the CAA, Maurice Jackson, every practice, you know, things are just a lot easier. On the flip side of that, Trent Williams, how often in practice are you going up against Charlie Fessler and Keiston Fuller? What's kind of the mix for you guys in the secondary? Um, it's really mostly just like one-on-ones. Sometimes we have some uh, skelly periods when we go against them, but it's really just mostly like one-on-ones, stuff like that. Who wins most of those battles? Uh, <laughs> I know you asked me this about <laughs> Keiston the last time. I did. I did. <laughs> last time I was here, I'm going to kind of give you the same answer. You kind of go 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> But I always, you know, watching our practices and going to Redskins training camp, the, the defensive backs are always at a disadvantage when you go one-on-one. The receivers should win most of those, yeah. shouldn't they? Yeah. You're not getting any help from anybody, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, it's – Right. It's different. The crowd goes crazy because the receivers – Really, the only, the only ones that you really – 
And I know they put Trent in the safeties in different positions. You know, like sometimes they'll just say, all right, Trent, you know, play um, read it coverage, you know, and then he's covering the guy from depth and just breaking. You know, if he runs a little five-yard out, Charlie catches the ball and Trent just goes and touches him down. But, <laughs> you know, the corners, when they get in press, it, it gets competitive, you know, when we press the corners and, and the wide outs and, and that kind of but, – but all the other – you're just kind of working on different things as you, as you go through that. How much do you like, though, watching the, the Tim Coleman's of the world and the offensive line go up against our, our defensive line? You've got to figure both sides are getting better off of that. Yeah, he's absolutely right because he goes up against some uh, – you know, we'll go, uh, you know, ones versus twos and together, and, and Tim's lining up against, you know, Darius Reynolds, Caleb Brooks, Aiden Murray, um, you know, those guys, and, and, and get, get a great look. And then even when we go against kind of service teams – we're always putting either Ray El- Ray Eldridge or Aiden Murray down there, and and we got a couple of young freshmen that are pretty good players uh, that are being redshirted. So I think he's getting now. Sometimes it, it looks with the numbers we have. Sometimes we'll have like you know one of our tight ends being a linebacker, and that's not a great look. But I think for the most part, up front, you know they're 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 getting to compete against some pretty decent players. Hey, Tim, how about bringing along some of the younger uh, offensive linemen? Coach just mentioned some of the younger defensive linemen, but how about some of the guys that we're seeing a little bit of this year or maybe guys who haven't played that we've mentioned their names, but we certainly talked about Ryan Cole because he's played both offensive line and tight end, but also uh, Kate Salyers is is getting some time in there as well. So what about some of the younger guys? Um, They're actually a really mature group. They came in ready to work. I know – as soon as I uh, was doing the summertime, as soon as I came back, there was like, hey, can we watch film? Hey, can you help me get better on this? Or can we just take sets? Like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? They just really came in trying to pick my mind. As an offensive lineman, you really love that as an older guy where, as in, for me when I was younger, I probably wasn't like that as much. But <laughs> when you see that from, like, K, K who plays in games, now it's just, like, really impressive. Ryan Cole, my ride or die. <laughs> um <laughs> But no, I love it. And Tom's Tom's getting a heck Tom of a Elliott. lot better. Yeah, Tom's getting better. Snavely's making jumps. Gavin Lemp is getting better. Seekford is <laughs> making jumps. It's it's really amazing just to see how much they are improving over these weeks. Why is the offensive line, all due respect to defensive backs or any other position on the team, why does the offensive line always seem to be the tightest group on the field on the team? At least it has over the years with us. It seems like the offensive linemen hang more with each other than any other group i'm it's because we have to play we have to play as a unit we have to always we have to think alike honestly in that we just i don't know we're just a fun group i just love hanging out with <laughs> Sam, tazzle clayton and joe moore all the time is it's just a fun time in the boss hogs room and winning is fun also, which uh, we've been doing a lot of lately. Uh, you guys are both veterans, so you've been around. You've seen some things over the years. At Richmond, you started at Fur- Furman, obviously, Tim, and then came here. Uh, what's happened here, guys? What's the transformation? This team was one – you guys were one in three at one point, and I think a lot of people were counting you out. Um, why have the wins now been piling up for the Spiders, Trent? Um, I just have to say we just changed our mind. After that, that tough loss to Fordham, we kind of – we kind of just changed our mindset as a team. You know, that was a pretty embarrassing loss. And, and I know a lot, of the, a lot of the older guys, a lot of the seniors, that, that's not how we wanted to go out in our last year. So we kind of brought everybody together trying to turn this thing around. How much were you a part of that? How much did you kind of um, speak your mind? I mean, so I was a big part. I was a big part, you know. Um, you know, at the beginning of the season, I wasn't playing my best. But, you know, I tried to turn that around and do some things differently in my preparation throughout the week and stuff like that. Tim, how about from from your perspective, from one and three to five and four, and four and one in the CAA? It's kind of like same thing that Trent says. That after the embarrassing loss to Fordham, I kind of looked at myself in the mirror, like, okay, like what am I doing wrong? Like, what do I need to prove? And am I taking coaching? Like, what do I need to do? And we kind of just went on from there. Just reevaluate yourself and just improve, honestly. Hey, lastly, we'll let you guys go, and lunch is here, and you guys uh, can eat. Uh, how excited are you to be in the position you're in here in November? You guys have done a great job, and, and Villanova is first, foremost, and only in front of you right now. But to, to be in this position and this conversation as veteran guys, to, to be where we are today, how, how exciting is that for the entire football team, Tim? It's exciting. Um, you, 
there's just so much energy just coming to practice where people are just more confident in what they do, what their assignment is. You see, like, like just seeing, watching highlights up there, seeing Trent make that hit, D. Jones make that hit where I don't, I don't know about five weeks ago, does he make that same play? It's just, it's just more confidence in ourselves. Like, and getting back to what I was saying, like, after that Fordham loss, is, like, we just regrouped as a unit and we just improved. We're taking coaching better. And like I said, it's, it's just a new confidence. It's, it's new swagger about us. Trent? What I'm saying is just a, a higher level of confidence. You know, our backs are against the wall, so there's really no room for error. You know, um, we have to win. And that's kind of how we're going into every game. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to win this game. And, Russ, that's something you and the coaches have kind of instilled on them since that Fordham game, that, that every week was kind of a playoff week. There's no reason to look ahead to late November when every week in October was a playoff week as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <clears throat> real small margin for error uh, moving forward after that. But I think Tim hit it on the head, and, and I think Trent hit it on the head. And, and you got to give these guys a tremendous amount of credit. It's, it's not what I said, the coaches said. But Tim said he looked in the mirror, all right, maybe I got to play better. And Trent looked in the mirror and, and said, maybe I got to practice better. Now, Trent's a great case study right now. This guy's playing tremendous football, tremendous football. And Trent made a commitment to say, I'm going to practice better. Come watch him practice one time, man. He's practicing like a professional. And, and he wasn't doing that. He'll be the first to admit it. He was not practicing like that. He made the decision that he was going to practice better. The dude's playing as good as anybody on the team right now. So proud of you, Trent, for that and making that decision. And uh, so, I, but but again, that's a decision he made. That's a decision. You know, we could browbeat him and push him and whatever. But you know, they they made the decision that we were going to win. We were going to be good. All credit to, to our football team, our players, no question about that. Absolutely. And, and when, when Coach Usman calls you dude on the radio, you've been doing something good. I've noticed that. Only the guys that are doing something good get called dude by you on the radio. So that, I'm awful proud of Trent. Cause, I can cause tell. Tr- Trent, Trent made a decision, and, uh, and he's been playing good. Tell he'll us, continue to play good. Go grab lunch, have a good practice tomorrow, and a great game on Saturday at Villanova. Thanks, fellas. Thank you. Tim Coleman. Trent Williams, our special player guest, coming up after the break. Former Spiders standout and Richmond Hall of Famer Mark Megna is in the house from back in the late 90s. There's a film out on Mark Megna. We're going to find out all about it when he joins us. Really excited to have Mark back with us here on the radio show with Coach Usman. He's going to speak with the team. He's going to speak with us next on ESPN Richmond and the Spiders Sports Network. Buzz and Dan's Real Barbecue is the official barbecue of the University of Richmond Spiders. Come enjoy our real 100% wood-cooked barbecue while you cheer on the home team. Buzz and Dan's Real Barbecue uses recipes handed down for over 150 years and is now available inside Robin Stadium. Can't make it to the game? Visit us on North Boulevard in The Fan or on Thursdays at noon at West Broad in Old Parham in the West End for the Spider Talk Radio Show with Coach Russ Huseman. For more information, visit us at buzzandneds.com. Buzz and Neds and the Richmond Spiders, a winning combination. You have to be up in five hours, two hours, six minutes. And when you hear, you realize that you haven't slept a wink. That's why there's ZQuil Pure Z's, a drug-free blend of botanicals with an optimal dose of melatonin so you can fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. It's available in both liquid and gummies, tastes great, and is non-habit-forming. Pick up ZQuil Pure Z's from the sleep experts at Vic ZQuil. ZQuil Pure Z's, naturally superior sleep, available at retailers near you. Yeah, so Aiden's coffee spot is really undope. They asked what they can get me, and I'm like, the code to the bathroom. Stop trying to sell me something. No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. Also, the Wi-Fi password was too hard to spell, and I can, like, totally spell stuff. And while Progressive can't save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. They didn't have any cups out for the free cream, so I just drank it out of the pitcher. Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurer. The Starlight Lounge presents an evening with the Progressive Box. I wrote this next song for a gal from Cheyenne. She'd never have told her how Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats. She said if they could love her pooch as much as she did, then so could I. Well, I couldn't. This next song's called Cat Person. It was a rough, rough night in Wyoming. The cat was out of the bag. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. This weekend, I'm snuggling in my blanket to watch all the holiday movies my heart desires. Nothing is moving me from this couch. JCPenney's having a sale. Nothing besides that sale is moving me from this couch. Thursday through Monday, start the season bright at JCPenney. Come in early for your chance to claim a peel and reveal coupon for an extra 20, 30, or 40% off select items across the store. Hurry, coupons are limited. JCPenney. Coupons valid 11-7 to 11-11. Giveaway in-store only while supplies last. Must be 18 or older. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experience. Experiences, the determination to do more and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adult students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu. Covering our local teams with a local passion. We're dedicated to the most sports talk for true RVA sports fans. 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. This is Spider Talk on ESPN Richmond and the Spider Sports Network. Live from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue, 8205 West Broad Street. Once again, here's Bob Black with Coach Russ Huseman. All right, welcome back to Spider Talk with Coach Russ Usman. I'm Bob Black. Final 15 minutes or so. Again, thanks to Tim Coleman and Trent Williams for being our special player guest. Normally, this is the segment that we go through some texts and emails and questions from the audience, but we're going to deviate from that today a little bit. Really excited to bring back one of our all-time great Richmond Spider players. He's in the Richmond Athletics Hall of Fame. He was a tremendous defensive lineman, still leads the Spiders all-time in career quarterback sacks and sacks in a season and uh, into the fitness world as well. And he's also now becoming a movie star, I guess, because there is a film premiering that's out on the life and times of one Mark Megna who joins us. Welcome back to Richmond, Mark. Great to see you. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Uh, it's a special place. It holds a very special place in my heart and it's, I tell everyone, it's uh, some of the greatest times of my life and I was you know, they say in football, you outkick your coverage. I was very lucky to have an opportunity to come to this beautiful place, this beautiful school and uh, be surrounded by a uh, highly motivated group of overachievers. It was really, really special. Late 90s, right? Hard to believe, isn't it? Yeah, man. I'm an old man. I'm well, old man. let's not go there. You're not that. I'm old. Uh, well, you're getting older and better, certainly. Yeah. And, of course, championship team yeah. here at Richmond as well. I'm sure that brings back some special memories also. Yeah. Yeah. We, I don't know if people understand that season. We started 0-2, and we won a game in overtime. This, the first game we won was in overtime against Rhode Island at Rhode Island. And it was a battle back and forth. And here's something really crazy and interesting. That team went 2-9, and nine, Rhode Island. We went 9-2. and two. Hmm. So that game actually decided who – and Rhode Island was a great team. They battled. And that really turned the tables for us. And uh, we went, the, you know, the distance. And we ended up being ranked as the number one team in the country for the regular season. So. Yeah. It was a special, special time. It, it absolutely was. All right, uh, speaking of life and times, tell us a little bit about the, the genesis, if you will, of this film that, that Randy West, who played football for us here a little bit later, a little bit after you at Richmond, and, and how all of this, this came about and what your thoughts were about it. Absolutely. So firstly, I'd like to uh, shout, shout out Randy West of Monarch Productions for committing his years of his life, years of his life to this film. What people probably don't know is that a documentary, some of these documentaries, there's a 500000 to a $1 million budget. He did it with no budget. <laughs> and he packed his car and drove all over the country. He drove to Kentucky. He drove to Montreal, Canada, um, Boston, New York, Philadelphia. I mean, he has Joe Douglas, former Spider, who's the GM for the New York Jets. He has Todd McShay from ESPN. He consolidate all this film and all this interview footage of yourself as well Bob and he wanted to put out a message that you don't get things handed to you in life and if you want something really badly you have to go out and earn it and the hardest thing in the world to stop is someone who puts their heart and mind to something right mm -hmm. and I think that he last night we had a premiere in Florida Massachusetts and he had a packed movie theater and they were laughing and crying so I think it was a really special thing. And I'm just honored because I didn't do anything. 
I really didn't do anything. He did all the work, and uh, he's a super human being and very creative, and he's really done something really special. So thank you, Randy. Absolutely. Tremendous job. He was back on campus several times, probably more than he was planning to be, uh, to, get, to get this done. Now tell us about the premiere that's coming up tonight and what a great location for this. Yeah, uh, the Bird Movie Theater, as we all know, is a historical uh, landmark. It's a really special place. I used to see 99-cent movies, yeah. movies there when I was in college, and it's a giant, beautiful hall. They have an, uh, a guy plays a, a – what does he play before? Like the organ? The organ yeah. before, right before the, the show. But the show is at 6 p.m. tonight, 7 p.m. So people are going to be there at 6.45. But the show starts at 7 and apparently it's going to be a packed house. Uh, we have several hundred people that are going to attend. A lot, a lot of former Spiders and people from our era and, and certainly now. And uh, Coach Huseman, I know you're a very busy man, but it would be great to have you there. It would be great to have you there. Really. Yeah. 7 o'clock. And, and, and I'd love all the Spiders to be there. I know they have responsibilities. I don't want to keep them out late, but it would be an honor to have them there. And I know uh, my broadcast partner, Chris Anderson, is excited about it. I think he'll play a role with you there tonight as well. Right? Well, Chris is only going because he's the star of the film. <laughs> And he's in the Please film. don't make him be the star of the film. Our broadcast booths are too small to get him in he if, does if a, that happens. He does a great Jeff Hansen impersonation. Have him do it in front of everybody tonight. Well, I'm not going to tell Coach Hansen that. No, don't do that. Oh, man. <laughs> this all sounds very inspirational, Coach Usman. So you've lined up Mark to do something with this current Spider team, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, Mark reached out, and, uh, and, as soon as, and Matt uh, said Matt, Mark is in town. I, Obviously, I knew Mark. I watched him play for years against him when I was at William and Mary, and just a tremendous player. And if you could, you throw on that those, you throw the film on this guy right here, and I mean, I don't think there was anybody that I've seen play harder than him. Mm -hmm. And that's why he was, you know, All American. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's led. I think you're the all-time sack leader at Richmond now. Um, but, man, that dude could go. And there I would use the word dude again. Uh, see, Trent, you're right up here with Mark now. Um, but he could play. And I, I guarantee our offensive guys just had no idea, no idea how to block him. I mean, it was, it was fun to watch. Well, thanks, Coach. That means a lot. Thank you very much. And I haven't been called a dude. I've called a lot of bad things before, but not a dude. Dude so, is a good thing. You. When Coach Usman elevates you to status of dude, you I'm know, honored. That, I'm honored. Other than the movie, that might be the biggest honor you've got <laughs> coming right. back coming back to Richmond. I'll what did it. make you so effective, Mark? Obviously, it was a good league back then. It's a good league now. There are good offensive linemen all over the place, but you dominated them. What made you so effective? Um, firstly, great coaching. Uh, I had a lot of great coaches, and I think now, I, I don't know what it's like, but uh, Joe Cullen was my defensive line coach, Jim Reed. Um, they they could push you a certain way, and they understood that I'm going to get every ounce of energy and potential out of this young person's body by pushing him to the absolute edge. And I think that you know if you let him do that, they can special things can happen. But we were on each other, we held each other accountable, and I I wasn't playing for me, I was playing for my teammates, and I didn't want to let them down. And we always talk about great effort. And the effort thing was, if we turn on the film, you can look at a film and say this person's giving great effort, and you know immediately when someone's not giving great effort. It's great to talk about, but you don't have to talk about it when you see it. And I think that we didn't want to let each other down, and we all wanted to be a part of something special. And what made us good on the field was the culture. Like, no one could... You couldn't be lazy. You had to be accountable. You had to be responsible. You had to do your job. You absolutely had to show up and give great effort with great energy and great enthusiasm. And if you didn't do that, you wouldn't spend. You wouldn't like being there. And everyone knew that you had to show up and practice like a lunatic every single day or you wouldn't even make it on the field. And we had a lot of guys who cared a great deal. Hey, I don't want you to give away the whole message because Trent and Tim are sitting here and I'd rather they hear it firsthand tomorrow when you speak to the team. But in general terms, what type of message do you want to deliver to this Richmond football team, knowing that you were in their shoes, probably somebody was giving a speech to your 1997 or 98 team some 20 years ago. What's the general concept of the Mark Megna message tomorrow morning? Well, I think when you think about football and what's important, if I asked each player on the Spider team now what, what, what does it mean to them to be a Spider, each player may say something different, which is a good thing. So we all have value things a different way. We all have a different value system. But at the end of the day, 
it certainly has something to do with football, but it's not about football. It's about your life, and you're laying the foundation of what the rest of your life is going to look like. And if you understand how to give great energy, uh, integrity, uh, courage, decisiveness, dependability, enthusiasm, loyalty, all of those things encapsulate, encapsulate the game of football, and that's why I love the game of football so much. And you are molding your life every single time you put that helmet on. And it's not like you being good at one thing will make you better at another, but if you're lazy on the field, you're going to be lazy in life. It's just the way it is. Maybe you can be better at something else, certainly, but you'll never reach your potential because this is your foundation. This is your structure. And if you want to have a wonderful life and go after goals and achieve things, you have to do it right now. What a better place to learn and with some incredible coaches and leaders. Sounds like the right message will be imparted for your guys tomorrow, Russ. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. If we're going to be out there practicing. It's going to be cold out there. So we're going to go in the halftime house and let him talk to him in the halftime house. to Because if we stay out there anymore – and I, I hate the cold weather. So uh, these guys aren't going to be any colder than I am, I promise that. But uh, So we're going to take him in there and, and, and we're going to practice. We're going to kind of try to get started a little earlier and end it a little early so he can have a little bit more time to, to talk to the guys. And so – you know, we're leaving at 12.15 for, for Villanova, too. So, um, we're looking for, I'm looking forward yeah, to it, no be question. A great morning and a great way to start the trip up to, up to Philly for the Villanova game. Mark, last minute or so that we got, uh, tell us about the fitness world that, that I know you are deeply involved in and what you're doing down there in Florida. Uh, my, um, I co-own a brand called Anatomy Fitness in Miami, Florida. Our original location is in Miami Beach, Florida. It's a just over a thirteen thousand square foot facility with eight hundred members. We just opened another one in Miami, Florida. It's just under thirteen hundred members. We have one inside the one hotel. It's twelve thousand square feet. We're building two more, and we're also building a group fitness project. So we'll have five projects moving at the same time. Wow! But it's a brand where, just like football guys, this brand has been developed and is centered around culture. And we say culture is everything. And the culture is paying attention to detail and making sure that who's the most important in the relationship or the situation is the other person, not yourself. It's like not you. It's your teammates, the most important person. It's the same thing. We do the same thing on our team at Anatomy. So we have almost 150 employees and every person on the team, they don't really look at themselves as an employee because we're teammates. They work side by side with me. We're all together. We're doing this together. We're doing it for the greater good to help people and improve people's fitness, wellness, and their longevity. I uh, can't wait to see the film. You will have a great debut tonight down there at the Bird Theater and uh, give that inspirational talk tomorrow to the fellas and send them off to Villanova on the right foot. And uh, maybe you'll expand and open a location here in Richmond at some point. That'd be great. That That'd would be, be awesome. Well, thanks yeah. for coming back, Mark, and coming to lunch. Thank you for having today. me. Thank you very much. Spider fans here love having you here. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And Randy West, congratulations to you as well on the great film, and we'll look forward to hearing positive reviews from it as well. Russ, final thought on uh, Villanova on Saturday. We kind of talked a little bit about them, but, but a quick synopsis and keys to Spider's success to kind of keep this thing going into November now. Well, I told the team today we got to continue to play. I mean, we got to play with confidence. Um, you know, we're playing for a championship. I, I told them there's three teams left that can win a championship in the CAA, New Hampshire, James Madison, and the University of Richmond. So, you know, t t today they got to they got to sleep like champions. They got to eat like champions. They got to take care of their bodies, and we got to practice like champions tomorrow on Friday and and um, and, and go play with confidence and, and play a championship game and that's kind of what we've been talking about here recently so uh we're excited uh so and, and before i get out of here too i want i want to give a shout out matt mccallister the best uh media relation guy in the united states of america it's cosida week for sports information directors uh shout, shout out to him the best man been one of my favorites to work with since i've been doing this I echo those sentiments. Yep, Absolutely. No uh, yeah, it's been great. And more to come from all of us, and we want to keep working hard well into November and December. Start Saturday at Villanova, 1 o'clock, 12.30 is our airtime. Trent Williams, Tim Coleman, thank you, fellas, for being here. Mark Megna, Randy West, uh, get to the Bird Theater tonight. Enjoy the film down there, and all spiders unite behind Mark Megna, who will speak to the team tomorrow, and then the Spiders on the field. 1 o'clock Saturday from Villanova, our airtime at 12.30 here on ESPN. Mark. Richmond, Mitchell, Matt, thank you for your help today as well. So long, everyone. Russ Huseman, live from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue, 8205 West Broad Street. 
Today's show has been brought to you by the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Lux Chevrolet, Food Lion, and Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. Join us for lunch and Spider Talk Thursdays from noon to 1 p.m. throughout the college football season. This has been a live presentation from Learfield IMG College in association with Richmond Sports Properties and ESPN Richmond on the Spider Sports Network. This is the Stephen A. Smith Show. This is the first time Jamal Adams has ever uttered a word out of his mouth, and I don't believe him. I want to be here. I want to stay with the New York Jets. Who the hell would want to stay with the New York Jets? I don't believe that, Damien. Well, listen, I, I've always said this, you know, before I came to New York, man, I always said that if you win in New York, you are a made man. There's nothing like winning in New York City. The Stephen A. Smith Show, weekdays at 1 on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. From the G Law Firm Studios, your personal injury attorneys. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. WXGI Richmond, WTPS Petersburg.